for the message. Great. Hey, uh, if you guys were here last week, I told you what I'm going to do today, um, and it's going to be a little different, actually a lot different, but we, I'm going to model for you guys what it could look like to spend a 30-minute time with the Lord. Okay, so this series, let me give you a little context, prioritizing his presence. Everybody say that. Say prioritizing his presence. This is kind of our, our first series of this new year. It's connected to something that we feel like God was speaking to us as a staff as we went into 2024. Every year we're asking, Lord, just, is there anything you're, you want us to focus on? Is there anything you want us to really highlight and to kind of direct uh, the ship, so to speak? And we had this phrase that we'll show you on the screen um, that I unpacked last week. And here's what we feel like God wants to do and how he wants to do it. So this year in 2004, we feel like he is healing or, sorry, repairing our brokenness. There's two main outlets that we feel like he's going to repair our brokenness. And it's one through prioritizing the presence of God and through obeying the word of God. And as he repairs us and heals us through these two outlets, um, I feel like the Lord is going to remind us and recall us to our missional calling as a church. Um, and so I unpacked this last week. If you're interested in what more does that mean or what's the explanation, then check out last week's um, podcast would be great or my sermon there. And um, one, one comment on that first one, repairing our brokenness. That's such a general question, but go ahead and answer this if you don't mind. Does any of you besides me have areas of brokenness in your life? Yes? Anybody besides me? All right. Okay, what I mean by brokenness, it means the things that just aren't working right, <laughs> okay, the things that are broken, the things that need healing, the things that need to be, quote unquote, fixed, the things that, man, why do I just keep reacting that way, responding that way, why do I get down in the dumps, and it could be anything from um, uh, shame to sin struggles to temptations to, um, you know, lack of mental health, emotional health, you just can't have strong and healthy relationships with people around you, whatever the area might be. And the Lord, I feel like, is speaking to us. He wants to heal us. He wants to repair us. And, man, I want us to receive what he wants to give us. But we can posture ourselves in a way to more readily receive what he wants to do. And one of those things is prioritizing the presence of God. All right. So, um, like I said, I'm going to model for you guys a, how to spend about a 30-minute time with the Lord. I'd say if there's one practical thing, quote-unquote, to do that I would love to be normal in our church family and church body, um, this is separate than what I want you to believe, so to speak. But there's one thing I want you to consistently do, and that, that is meet with the Lord. That is connect with God. That is, you know, so many different words in devotional life. It could be quiet time. Mine sometimes is loud, so I don't call it quiet time. Uh, it could be, you know, time with Jesus, TWJ, if I'm texting you, that's what that means. Um, but it just, man, if there's one thing to do that's consistent and normal, man, that would, be, that would be the number one thing. And it's because I am convinced that if we learn to connect with the living God personally, then that settles a lot. <laughs> Where we're not just kind of going on the surface and just trying to fly by the seat of our pants, by the next Christian event I can go to, the next service I can go to, but you are connecting with God in a real way. Your heart is going to be touched. Your life's going to be impacted. Your mind will be renewed, and you will be changed. Because <laughs> you, you just don't, you don't come before the Lord on a consistent basis and leave the same. We leave changed. And, man, let I me mean, just jump ahead of my notes, but here's one thing I've been really praying this morning as I model this and as we jump into this series. I am praying that in, re in regards to the way that we all relate to God, that there's going to be several of you, some of you, I don't know how many, that you're going to relate to God no longer as just a principle or an idea or a religion, but you're going to relate to God like a person. You're going to re relate to God like he's actually real 
and he's actually alive. And when you close your eyes and say his name, he's there. You're closer than the hand right now in front of my face. Like, what if we live with that reality that God's actually real? <laughs> you know, it's such a basic thought, you know? What if we live like God's real? You know, that he's his presence, his spirit, that, man, what a gift he gave us on this side of, you know, the new covenant, on this side of the cross and the resurrection. He gave us access to himself 24-7 by the spirit of God, the Holy Spirit. What an incredible gift. And, man, I am praying that we go from just relating to God as a principle to relating to him as a real person connecting with him. Amen? Anybody want that? More of that? All right. Hey, a couple reasons why I want to model this is because, you know, a lot of us can feel stirred and inspired, even convicted to want to get with God. And some of us might even be able to wake up and show up to a, to a place to meet with him. But oftentimes we can feel like we're shooting in the dark if we don't have any examples or something to, you know, replay in our mind to help us along the way. So it's super, super helpful. Now let me just comment that what I'm about to show you is a model. It's not the way to connect with God. But I would say this, that if spending time with God on a consistent daily basis is new for you, then my hope is that this is really helpful and this is a really great starting place. Because there's so many different ways to connect with God. And what I'm about to show you today is I do pretty consistently, but there's a lot of other ways that I connect with God. And, um, but I think this is just a great starting point because until something's consistent, I would discourage you from just trying a thousand different ways. Just get something consistent down first. And then as that becomes normal, you know, expand from there. And, um, anyways, but some of the elements I'm going to show you guys would be, uh, things that would be helpful in every single season. So let me show you those things. Um, there are four things I'm going to model for you. I'm going to explain it real quick, and then hopefully in about five minutes, I'm going to get up there and do this, and then you guys are going to engage together, all right? So it's not just watching me. It's like watching, but also engaging with me. Here's the four things I'm about to show you. Uh, uh, I'll be on, on the slide. So one is worship, different ways to worship the Lord. Another one is the Word of God. Another one is prayer. Another one is listening, so listening to God. So let me explain what I'll do or different ways to worship, and you can take pictures of this stuff. They will also be prompts as I get up there and model it for you. But to worship, here's a couple things. Uh, thankfulness is one way to do it. Declaring who God is. What I mean by that is just um, saying, God, you are blank. You know, and fill in the attribute of God. God, you're faithful. God, you're holy. And I'll model that for you. You could read a psalm out loud. It's a form of worship. And, of course, you can sing worship songs. So Psalm 100 is a great psalm as a reference that really lists all of those different things. And, of course, you can read it out loud. So there you go. It fits all those categories. Read Psalm 100. It talks about entering into God's presence with thanksgiving and declaring who he is. Now, by the word of God, let me just show you, explain a couple things. One, honestly, if you just read the word of God, that is a win. <laughs> all right? It is a win. I told you about this a little bit last week, but uh, we're doing a Bible reading plan that would allow us to get to the Bible in 2024. So I would encourage you to jump on that if you're not already on that. Ask your life group leader if you uh, want more information about our Bible reading plan. Uh, but also a couple of ways that you can stay engaged is not just read it, but write down different things that you're learning as you're looking at scripture. And there's different ways, you know, there's, I'm going to show you kind of two different ways to approach the Bible, at least in, in how to do it. Uh, one is going to be a little bit like faster, like an overview. And honestly, sometimes that's helpful because you get the better context of what the chapter or what the book is talking about. But then there's also a, a time where you can read it slower and kind of like pray each verse over yourself or over certain situations. And I'm going to try to show you both of that, both of those ways this morning. 
All right, so I put a couple of things, meditating on one or two verses, thinking deeply about it. A couple of references for you uh, that are up there. All right, with prayer, let me just uh, give you a couple categories to pray for. And, um, you know, prayer is simple. You guys know that? It's just talking with God. That's it. You know, just like you would talk to a friend, you're just talking with God. You don't need to approach him with a deeper voice or an accent or King James Version words, okay? Here's <laughs> God. Henceforth, I declare. You, know, don't need, you don't need to do that. You don't need to do that. Please actually don't do that. It'd be great. Um, it's just awkward to everybody around you. Um, so just, just talk to him like you would a friend and believe that he's listening to you. But here's a couple categories of things you can pray for that I'll model for you. You can pray for your day, those that are close to you. Um, for people around you to come to know Jesus, your church community, praying over yourself and your own fruitfulness in God. There are a couple different examples and some promises, some scriptures. I encourage you to write those scriptures down, take a picture of that. Those are really helpful things that I've been basing my kind of prayer life on for over a decade is those promises in the, those scriptures there. All right, and then um, one more, a couple more things before I get up there and model it for you. Um, listening. Here's what I mean by listening, um, and then I would say this is probably the, one of the most countercultural things uh, you can do in a time with God because we live in such a you know, busy, fast-paced culture, but listening means you're slowing down, okay? You're just being still and quiet. That reference on there, Psalm 4610, a lot of you guys love this verse, but we don't practice it. It says, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I'll be exalted on all the earth. Anybody like that verse? Awesome. <laughs> but isn't that hard to practice? It's like we all love that verse because we all know we need it. Uh, because we don't be still and know that he's God. So just being still. And then there's like quite specific questions that you can ask the Lord. And we're all on a journey of hearing God's voice. And um, in the next few weeks, we'll be, I'll give a quick teaching on um, different ways to hear God's voice. How do you know if you're hearing God's voice? Uh, but writing things down that come to your mind and turning those things into prayers is super, super helpful for us. All right, that sound good? Is that a clear enough explanation? Okay, let me um, share um, kind of two more categories of things with you, then I'll model it. So one is something I'm praying for all of us this year is that we would have consistent, everybody saying consistent and enjoyable. Say enjoyable. I'm praying that we would have consistent and enjoyable times with the Lord this year. Anybody a fan of that? Can I keep praying that for you? Is that okay? <laughs> I'm going to anyways without your permission, but I think we all want that consistent and enjoyable times with the Lord. But last but not least, listen, guys, I need to I added this to my notes because I feel like the Lord was reminding me I need to share this with you guys. Why? Why connect with God? Why do we spend time? Why should this be a priority in my life? Why? Why does it matter? Because what I don't want is for you guys to leave this room and think, oh, great, here's another kind of spiritual thing I need to add to my checklist and add to my schedule, and i got to make sure I do this. That's not why. We don't need more things to check off and more, you know, pressure to be enough to God. This is not why we spend time with him. Let me give you three reasons why, okay? One is a little bit more invitational. It's like inviting. Another one is like rewarding. And then the last one, you know, best for last is a little bit of the fear of God, fearful, okay? So there's, here's the inviting one. You ready? Psalm 145, one through three. This will be on the screen, I think. Here's the invitational reason why. Let me summarize it. God is so huge and there is so much that we get to know about him forever. And when we meet with him, it's a great invitation to get to know this vast, glorious, big God. So if Psalm 145 says, I will, uh, verse 1 through 3, I will extol you, my God and King, bless your name forever and ever. Every once in a while, I will bless you. Just kidding. It says every day I will bless you and praise your name. 
Because here's what it says about God. Great is the Lord, greatly to be praised, and his greatness is what? Unsearchable, which means you can search forever, and you'll never come to the end. You'll search forever, and you'll find new dimensions of his holiness, of his righteousness, of his joy, of his peace. And so this is an amazing invitation. The Lord's just like, come. There's a lot of me that I have to show you. Amen? That's one reason why. Uh, second one is like the rewards, or it's rewarding, getting with the Lord. Psalm 1611, I referenced this last week. Psalm 1611, one of my favorite verses, honestly, about the presence of God. It says, in God's presence, there is what? Fullness of joy. In his presence, there's fullness of joy, of life. At your right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. I mentioned this at the end of my sermon last week, but man, we're talking about getting with the, in the presence of God and his presence is a place of joy, of security, of confidence, of you feeling valued and wanted, having purpose on your life. That will come to you in the presence of God. When you're meeting with your father and he just wraps you in his arms and tells you that he made you on purpose, that, that is rewarding. <laughs> that fills our soul. You know, it helps us not go through life just in lack. And uh, it's so rewarding to be with the Lord. So that's another reason why. And then here's, my, here's uh, best for last. Uh, it's, it's fearful to consider not because of uh, one of, I'd say, one of the scariest verses in the Bible, especially in the New Testament, and it came from the mouth of Jesus. But Matthew 7, verse 21 through 23, there apparently there will be, according to the teachings of Jesus, if we're understanding Matthew 7 correctly, that there is going to be people that one day um, they're coming before the Lord. This is a picture of this kind of, you know, out after their death. They're coming before the presence of the Lord, kind of in this place of uh, being evaluated, judged by the Lord. And they're coming to him saying, Lord, Lord, didn't we know you? Didn't we walk with you? Didn't we do a lot of spiritual things? We, we cast out demons. We prophesied. We did mighty works. And then here are this, the fearful words of Jesus. He says, depart from me. I never knew you. I never knew you. So there seems to be a real clear emphasis from Jesus is that he's not just looking for us to do things for him. He's not just looking for the outside, the externals to look right. But what he is looking for is people to know him. And there is, there is no way to get to know God on a, per, on a deep, intimate, personal level uh, than meeting with him on a consistent basis. I cannot have a deep relationship with my wife unless I'm consistently going on dates with her. Okay, I, I, it's the same concept as true. You can't have a deep friendship unless you're getting time with your friend. Yes, you're tracking with me? And so we want to we know the Lord uh, by getting with him consistently. Amen? Amen. All right. So here's what we're going to do. Um, I'm going to give it just a quick one minute kind of just break. And here's what you can do during this time because um, I'm about to model this for you. But I would love for you to feel like you can engage. Okay. And um, if you're sitting too close to somebody, you might not feel like you can engage. And so literally you can get up, you can move, you can sit against the wall over here. You can come up to the front, you can go in the back, whatever you can spread out. But also um, I encourage you guys to bring a hard copy Bible and journal. But we have a couple over here. Uh, we've got some journals here, and we also got some Bibles. And then, Larry, there's some in the back also. Okay, just there. Those where the journals are. I think there's a couple Bibles in the back. So um, let me let you guys break for one minute and get situated, and then we're going to model this for you guys. All right? Well, ready? Break. Go for it. All right, guys. 
about to get started here. How many of you guys were at the Holiday Inn when I did this about two years ago? Is anybody there? Great. Awesome. I'm going to do it again. I still spend time with God, and it still looks about the same. So, um, you know, what's so funny is I actually don't like doing this because when I'm spending time alone with the Lord, I'm like, I want to be left alone. But now I'm doing it in front of 200 people. So uh, this is, again, one more time, I'm modeling it, showing you, but I want you to engage with me. There will be some prompts that are up here on the screen. Um, I'm gonna, what I'm going to try to do is not like talk to you too much during this 30 minutes. I'm like, I'm trying to talk with the Lord, engage with him, okay? But there'll be some prompts up here that will help you understand what I'm doing so that you can do it along with me. And uh, there's a couple things that I'll do quietly, uh, and then there's a couple things that I will do out loud, and hopefully it's pretty simple to understand. You guys good? All right, here's the setting. You ready? I just woke up to an alarm, actually to three children, and <laughs> yeah, the fourth, you know, just sleeps. Uh, but anyways, uh, and I'm really tired, and I showed up to this beautiful table with this, this is, I do not have plants with my time with Jesus, just for the record, all right? This is just for decoration. Thanks, Larry, <laughs> whoever put this here. But, but I do have coffee. So it's one of the first things I'm thanking God. Lord, thank you for coffee. All right, you ready? Let's do it. Cue the background music where I can get into a mode where I pretend like nobody's in the room. Great. Worship time. Read the slides. Stop looking at me. Lord, thank you so much for your mercy today. Thank you for how much you love me. Lord, thank you for pulling me out of so much sin. Lord, thank you for giving me a wonderful wife. Thank you for my beautiful children. Lord, for all of your provision. Thank you, Lord, for this church body. Thank you for our church staff and how hard they work. Thank you for your grace, Lord, when I feel weak. Lord, thank you. Increase my thankfulness today, God. And God, as remember who you are. Lord, you are holy. Lord, you're patient. You are merciful and kind. God, you are loving and forgiving. You don't accuse me of all my wrongs, but you graciously forgive me. Lord, you are joyful, you are close and near. Lord, you are gracious to me, and God, you are my strength. Lord, I thank you for who you are today. In Jesus' name. All right, I'm going to worship to a song now. I'm going to put my AirPods in, just imagine those, and I'm going to worship to a song. You guys can worship with me if you want. Stand, sit, whatever. Thank you, Jesus. I worship you this morning, Lord. The very breath I'm breathing is a gift from you. So I say thank you, Lord, for your goodness to me in every season. You're so faithful. Lord, I ask you to speak to me, Lord, through your word as I read it come and open my heart to receive what you want to give me and Lord I ask you to remove distraction help me focus my mind on your truth as I read your word today yeah open my eyes to see new things wonderful things Lord in Jesus name
Thank you, Lord, for John, First John 1, and all those truths in there. You are the light. There's no darkness in you. You're fully trustworthy. And Jesus, you are the life, the eternal life. And Lord, we, I don't want any uh, deception in me, God. I want to walk with you. If I say I walk with you, Lord, I don't want to walk in darkness and have hidden things in my life. So, and I thank you, Lord, for the blood of Jesus. I thank you that your blood washes me clean. If I confess my sins, you're faithful and just to forgive me of all my sin. Cleanse me from all unrighteousness. I thank you for that. Now, Lord, speak to me through Psalm 1. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night. Lord, I want to be this kind of man. Lord, I'm asking, I would not walk in counsel of wicked of the wicked, I don't want to stand in the way of sinners. I don't want to have a scoffing, mocking, judgmental spirit amongst others. Lord, I ask you that my delight be in your law, that my delight be in your word. Make it my number one desire and delight is to meditate on your truth. Lord, increase that in my life. In the midst of busyness and crazy schedules, my family and with church stuff, God, I'm asking for grace to have my mind filled, not just with my activities each day, but Lord, my mind filled with your truth, delighting in your law. He is like a tree planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in its season, and its leaf does not wither, and all that he does, he prospers. Lord, make me like this tree. I'm asking for good fruit, Lord, in every season of my life. And I thank you for your faithfulness to provide and prosper, me and my family. The wicked are not so, but are like chaff that the wind drives away. Therefore, the wicked will not stand in the judgment nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked will perish. Lord, I thank you that you see the real state of the world. You see the real state of every human being. Your eyes are open. And Lord, I thank you that you know the way of the righteous. I may have confidence that you are going before me and you see all around me. So thank you, Lord. Lord, I ask you to make me increase the reality of me being a Psalm 1 type of man that meditates on your word day and night and bears fruit in every season. Thank you, Lord, for your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Prayer time. Lord, I pray as my children are still sleeping right now that I would not pray too loudly. <laughs> but Lord, I know you hear me if I whisper. But Lord, as I approach your throne, and hey guys, feel free. Pray with me. <laughs> you pray for your own list. You can stand if you want. You can keep sitting. Father, I just thank you for that I can come before your throne of grace with boldness and with confidence knowing that you hear me. Lord, I give you everything related to my day today. You know my schedule. You know what's going on. Lord, I give you church today. I'm asking your glory would fill your temple. I'm asking your presence would be thick and strong in the house of God today. Lord, and every person that comes to church would 
experience you, Lord. You are living. You are good. I pray for everyone to come to know you, hear your voice today. I'm asking for everyone um, to have consistent, enjoyable times with you uh, this year. Thank you, God. And I give you the rest of my afternoon. I thank you, Lord, for family time. God, I thank you for rest. And I thank you that you're going before me. But, Lord, I lift up to you, Lord, my family. I thank you so much for my wife. God, I pray you would fill Beth with the Holy Spirit. I'm asking for grace over her in this season. I pray that you would give her energy and endurance every single day. I pray you would surround her mind with truth. And I pray that she be filled with joy in life. Let the fruit of the Spirit just continue to increase in her. Lord, give her all the grace that she needs to be a mom, to be a wife, and all the responsibilities that she has. Lord, I'm asking that you would touch her today. Give her everything she needs, Lord. Thank you for my children. Thank you for Josiah. Thank you for Micah. Thank you for Arabella and Ava. Lord, I'm asking for your just hand of favor and covering over them all the days of their life. Let it declare over my children that no weapon formed against them will prosper and every scheme of the enemy will not prevail. God, your purposes, your plans for my children's life will win the day. God, I'm asking for a soft heart over each and every one of my uh, children. I'm asking they would learn at this young age to love you, to enjoy you, to want you. I'm asking that specifically in my boys, Lord, the older boys, stir hunger for the word of God in them. Stir hunger inside of them. Lord, I'm also praying you would set them apart as lights to their friends and their classmates and the guys on their sports teams. Lord, I'm asking they would be disciple makers, even from a young age, Lord. I'm asking you would guard them from impurity and darkness and the bondage that I was led into in my uh, younger years. Lord, I'm asking you would free them. They would, you would set them apart as men of purity. Pray for my daughters, Lord. Would they just know you love them? Would they be the most secure girls in the world, Lord? I'm asking they would be filled with your love every day. They would have no doubt in their beauty, no doubt in their value, because they are yours, God. Just pray you touch my children in the name of Jesus. And Lord, I thank you for those that I know that don't have a relationship with you, God. And I, I ask for breakthrough in the name of Jesus over my brothers. God, I'm asking for breakthrough, God, for salvation to come. Lord, for their eyes to be open, for their ears to be open. Lord, would you come and show them who you are. For my brother-in-law, Lord, I'm asking for breakthrough, healing, restoration. Lord, I'm praying, God, for the workers I see at Starbucks all the time. Lord, I'm asking for you to show yourself as Lord and as King and as Messiah, Lord, I'm asking you would come and draw them with courts of loving kindness to you. Show them that your arms are wide open and you will accept us just like we are and you will wash us clean. You will, you will you accept us. You will forgive us by the blood of Jesus. Lord, I ask that you would do that. And Lord, I, even, I just pray over all of Northwest Arkansas, God. I'm asking for an outpouring of the Holy Spirit over this entire region, every single sphere of uh, society, every single realm, the college, from college campuses to other workplaces, Lord, I pray that your name would be known in the name of Jesus. Lord, I thank you for uh, this church body, God. I thank you that uh, you have created something out of nothing, and I just thank you for every person in our church community. Lord, I'm asking for genuine disciples of Jesus, those that really want to follow you and want to give you everything. Lord, I'm asking that we would really live out the greatest commandment. We would love you, Lord, with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength, that we would love others really well. And Lord, I pray we'd be committed to the Great Commission. It would be just normal to, to really have our lives used by you for your purposes and for your glory in the earth. And God, I just give you my life and my heart today. God, I need you.
I need you. Help me. <laughs> Help me in this season. Help me as a dad. Help me as a husband. Help me as a leader, Lord. But Lord, really just thank you that I'm, old. I'm just your son. I'm just your son. You love me. Fill me with your love today. Lord, I'm asking that my heart would be soft towards you today, soft towards other people around me today. I'm asking that you would deliver me from shortness and irritability and rudeness when I'm stressed and tired. And God, you would just fill me with a, just a humble spirit, a broken spirit, with a, just a joy as well, Lord, that would fill me up. I pray the fruit of the Spirit be evident in me today. Lord, fill me with love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, and goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control as I live out my day today. Trust you, Lord, you're hearing me and that you want to do these things I'm asking you today. So thank you for being a faithful God who listens. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Last part, guys. You good? You still good out there? <laughs> awesome. All right, listening. So, Lord, I just ask you to open our ears to hear your voice as we ask you a couple questions. Come speak to us, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for speaking to me. Thank you for the things you brought to my mind. And Lord, just thank you for the peace of your presence. And Lord, I'm asking right now just for a fresh filling of the Holy Spirit as I go about my day. And as I enter into just the morning routine, getting the kids out the door and everything, Lord, just ask for a filling of the Holy Spirit. And Lord, help me just know that you are with me all day today, God. You never leave me. Thank you for your presence, Lord. Thank you for this time this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. Time with Jesus. There you go. There it is. <laughs> all right. Hey, thanks for engaging with me on that. Um, such, uh, next time, I'll choose one of you guys to do that, all right? Uh, it's so uncomfortable, but I thought you guys were engaging, so it's encouraging to me. Um, all right, but hey, what I just showed you was a model, and I think that every single one of you guys, even if that would be something brand new, you could totally do that tomorrow morning. Um, and if it's not a rhythm or routine for you yet, then yeah, I just strongly encourage you to, to try it out this week. Let me, um, here's how we'll close out the service. So I've got a couple questions I would love for you guys just to process real quick. And... Um, but also, it's a little past uh, 11.30, and so you also are free to go if you need to. But why don't you put those questions up there? Just a couple reflection questions. I think, um, you know, the, it's so simple, but that last one is probably the most helpful. Why don't you think about a time, when and where? You know, this, what I just showed you, is usually in my living room, bright and early in the morning before my kids uh, wake up. But figure out where and what time you can meet alone with God. Because oftentimes without a clear plan, we just hope it happens, but sometimes, it, or a lot of times, our plates get full. So I wanna encourage you guys to do this. Um, also, um, some of our uh, leaders, life group leaders, will be up here towards the front. If there is anything you need prayer for, we'd love to pray for you. Specifically, that thing I mentioned, if you really want consistent and enjoyable times with the Lord uh, this year, then we would love to partner with you in prayer for that, or if there's anything that you just know is getting in the way of, uh, and distracting you from connecting with God on a consistent basis, we'd love just to agree with you and pray for God to help you overcome that. All right, that sound good? So we'll put some music on. Uh, you can go ahead and put that on right now. It's fine. And then some of our life group leaders, if y'all can come up here and just make yourself available to pray. 
and or you can process that and or you may leave. But thanks, guys. Hopefully that was helpful for you this morning.